This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Rebecca Huntley and welcome to the History Listen. It's in the news nearly every week. The Murray-Darling Basin is in trouble. We've heard a lot from farmers, scientists and politicians, but very little from the people who've cared for this country and its water for thousands of years. Now Aboriginal people from the basin's rivers are saying enough is enough. Among them, Alpine River Guide, Wiradjuri man, Richard Swain. Reviving a tradition that's been dormant for 160 years, this year he arranged a big gathering of Aboriginal clans in New South Wales high country, near the birthplace of the Murrumbidgee River. Traditional owners came together to perform Najong, a water healing ceremony, and to talk. It was led by Ewan Elder, Uncle Max Dullamunmun Harrison. The gathering was recorded by Jane Ullman. <laughs> Najong means fresh water. I'm Richard Swain, born and bred in the Snowy Mountains. My ancestry is Wiradjuri. My father was the head field tech for the soil conservation. During the late 60s and into the 70s, they were in charge of restoring the damage done to the high country by the cattle and sheep. When the cattlemen first came into the area, the grass was up to their stirrups. All the documented evidence is there of what our country was. That's gone, it looks like a bunch of football fields now, it's just paddocks. Money is about is the rivers starting off with Indai, the Murray River, Indai Banam Morunding, Murrumbidgee Najung, Murrumbidgee fresh water joins in to the flow. Then we got the Calorie Najung flows in there, the Lachlan flows into the Murrumbidgee. Then we got the Barker Nyokong Murrundi, Darling River joins in. And then we flow down to the Nalanjeri country to the Kurum guiding the rivers of the Snowy Mountains for over 25 years now. I've watched the rivers degrade. The Murrumbidgee in my lifetime, I guess as a kid I thought it was a 10 out of 10. It's now lucky if it's a 2 out of 10. The very birthplace of the Murrumbidgee is being desecrated by feral horses and I guess the deer are coming. I just felt enough was enough. We need to speak up for country and we need to turn this back. I thought that Ceremony is the only way that's going to heal the country and also get people to see and start to listen to country. Najung, the ceremony. Freshwater healing ceremony. 
at the top of the Murrumbidgee. Part of healing all the waters of this country, healing all the rivers. We see the land as our mother, Mother Earth. These rivers become like the veins of Mother Earth. The Snowy Mountains supply approximately one third of the Murray-Darling Basin's water. And we don't even look after the first millimetre of the springs that supply that water. So that'll give you an idea of what Australians currently think of the Murray-Darling Basin. Well, Queen's in a pretty bad state. There's no water. A lot of my people back home are fighting the government to release water. The water that gets damaged in comes down to us later. The Darling, the Murray, Wilcannia, down to Menindi Lakes, Mildura, and then to the Cora. I think it's a concern for everyone. This is why we're dancing about the fresh water, about the horses. The horses are under protection from the government and anything else they're doing the damage it, they'd either move them on or they'd call them. It's not just a get-together for Aboriginal people. It's a get-together to save that river that you rely on. It is so great to see Aboriginal people camped on country again and coming from lots of different places. We're following tradition. When the Bogong Mosque was here, there were seasonal times when our peoples would all gather up onto the mountains. All the different clan groups, language groups, would come up to places like this, um, right along the Great Divide Range, from eons and eons before us. I think the last gathering into the mountains was in 1865, so it is great that it's happening again, and this is the start of something, you know, the gathering and the celebration and getting our language and culture back to really celebrating it. You know, that's um, very moving to hear that. Very sad as well that it, that's happened, but it's very moving to be part of the coming together again, and let's hope that we continue to do that. It's a good collection of Aboriginal clans from round the mountain, but also non-Aboriginal people. We've had a Cree Indian here and Germans, French, so it's just a fabulous getting together of humans. So yeah, I yarned up with Uncle Snappy and Uncle Max, Uncle Chris Griffiths and Uncle Max Harrison. Then I went and asked Aunty Sue Bulger and everyone was keen. Everyone was happy to try and heal country and also send that message out to modern Australians. Folks, you drive a long way to get here. Go to bed tonight and ask yourself, what the hell am I here for? Am I just curious? Are we just following just a group of black fellas' dreams to put a stop to the desecration of the river? Uncle Max Harrison is a UN elder. Going with Uncle Max and doing law, it explained my life, in some ways saved my life. Because Unks uh, links are right back to pre-colonial, the stories and the law he has. His country is from sort of the mouth of the Snow River all the way up to Sydney. And as a young man, he worked in the mountains here. And, and the Yuan have always had a really strong connection with the mountains. We all need that water, not just blackfellas. We all need water.
And that's the important thing about this gathering, is the spirit that you have to go into this land, for the spirit of this land. So forget about us. Let's look at the land and the water for a change. How we can get people to understand. How could we change the mind of these people that's running this country? What can you do to help us? The Kosciuszko Wild Horse Heritage Bill in New South Wales is the first to protect feral horses in a national park. Dr. Graham Warboys. All the science says that wild horses in Kosciuszko National Park are unacceptable. Riding high on the man from Snowy River folklore, John Barillaro's National's predecessor in Monaro, Peter Cochran, runs paid Brumby tours in the mountains. We're seeing the triumph of politics over a wise conservation reserve. We're seeing the triumph over advice from scientists. <laughs> Sun is going down, that's coming up. I left a red band on the gate so you could find your way. We're on Long Plain. It's up near Kyandra. Peppercorn Hill runs along the side of Long Plain and that's where the Murrumbidgee River starts. Come on. Get him on. Get him on. Get him on. This is the birthplace of the Murrumbidgee. There's several springs in this hill that are the birthplace, you're here. So the experts on bogs and springs and fens, if you ask them how do we fix this, they say get the horses off it. While you're snapping, brother, put a headband on. <laughs> the headband is your connection to the mother. When you're born of a country, you're umbilically connected to that country. Headband. So I also see that headband as also that rope, that link of your umbilical connection to the mother. See the horses cut that track and they drain it and then because this is peat and it takes about 3,000 years to build a metre of peat, next fire this will burn because they've drained it. So the peat won't recover but the sphagnum moths that can recover. Mother Nature can repair this. This is at a tipping point now, but it can be saved if the horses were got off it. We're in a national park here. I think most Australians think this is protected. This should be crystal clear water. Mm. We shouldn't be able to stand here. We would be wet here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have a look. We don't want the taps turned off. And these are the taps. These are the taps. Lean down on the knee and you feel the softness. And a horse is heavier than you. They're pushing it down. Just don't worry about us. Worry about the mother. This and that there had water in and there's a little bit of water there. But it's been desecrated by these imports. 
the so-called iconic animal that they want to save. This idiotic film that it made. The man from Snowy River, everyone, yahoo about it. This iconic fellow riding through all this. It's all about the man from Snowy River, not about the Brumbies. They're doing the right thing, they think, but they're doing the wrong thing by claiming these wild horses being iconic. When our animals go through country, they might leave just a little track because they're all soft-footed animals. They don't do this. What are we going to do? We need help to stop this. 91 scientists came together in Canberra at the Science Academy to stand up for this country. And um, the government's not listening to them. One of them quit his job with the government. But at the moment, the scientists, they're going to help us. But the general population who aren't educated, who just think the romance of a horse is something majestical, I love that word, um, mm. but the raw reality of a horse you can now see. So the, the mythology of a horse compared to the reality of a horse, uh, what we're looking at. Just put your thing down, mate, and join the ceremony. Put your cameras down. We often, part of our ceremony, acknowledge the ancestors of the four directions. You just play some gum leaf. descendant. I grew up on this country. I rode these hills. This was my childhood. I've gone from being excited to seeing a Brumby to wishing I had a gun. I'm a horse lover. I'm an equine podiatrist. I teach horse riding. Horses have been my life, but I'm very against what I'm seeing happening here today. They are inbred. They've become weak. There's far too many for this land now to sustain. And the real problem is actually the numbers. We're supposed to be in a national park. My God, what does that mean anymore? Those are horses we saw, incredibly beautiful animals. You know, the way a horse moves is incredibly beautiful. But look at the damage they did. Uncle Bruce Pascoe, he lives down in Malacuda. Uncle Bruce is putting a message out to all Australians and it's a message Australians need to hear and he's slowly, slowly just pushing that message constantly, respectfully forward and that's really going to change this nation. We walk back through that country and it's, a, it's got murnong everywhere, it's got, it's got kangaroo grass everywhere. These are our 
Australian food plants. So not only is the horse destroying the spring from which these rivers arise, but they're destroying the food as well. Horses are fantastic creatures, um, but their association is with humans. In this country, they were not wild. So having them wild now isn't an indication of our Australianness. It's an indication that we're not caring enough for our country. This lovely country of ours, we have to honour and respect our age. And taking animals and plants from other places and putting them somewhere else, um, we have to think more carefully about it. If you're an Australian, go for a drive. Every time you cross a bridge, look over at the creek and think to yourself, would I drink that? Every time you see an eroded gully, look at it and think, gee, that used to be a spring or a babbling brook. Where I live is a lake system similar to the Coorong. Snowy River comes out that way and different other rivers come to that lake system. Wayne Thorpe. Yeah, Gila, he's a Gurundji lawman. He comes from Lake Tyres down in Gippsland. As Gunai Kurnai people have that really strong link to come up the Snowy River to the mountains. We come to support the group here. Very good message that they're looking to, to send out. We need the waters, we need them clean. Some people ask them why. I said, well, tell me, do you like eating clean fish or dirty fish? Poison fish. They said, I like eating clean fish. I said, well, then we've got to make sure that the water's clean, whatever's coming down the catchment. And now people like to eat clean fish. Some people are only hearing one side of the story. You know, we, we're up here in the high country now where these rivers begin. Horses, pigs, goats, deer, cats. When they're feral, then they're wild, they're loose, there's craziness. It makes it unsafe for the, the natural bush. As soon as things are a problem to the Australian economics, then something done. So it makes me think, is the natural bush of value to these same sort of politicians and these sort of land management people? I often wonder that. See, that bird used to have a sweet voice. Yeah. Now it's so dry and parched. <laughs> 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 Environmental water bought by taxpayers is going through pumps into storages to grow cotton. The Murray-Darling Basin, home to two million people and about a hundred species of endangered birds, mammals and fish. The entire river system is failing. In South Australia, the Murray mouth needs dredging to stay open and the Coorong is dying. There are a million dead fish just outside of Menindee. Iconic fish of Australia being treated like this makes me feel like crying again. Oh, I wouldn't drink that. Neither would I. We call the Darling River Barker, we call the River Ngoko, but at the moment, Nilina Barker Bukalana, our river's dying. Yeah, my name is Kevin Dean Wyman. I'm a Barkinji Wimpitcher 
I'm from Wilkenya, Western New South Wales, on the Darling River. And I thought it would be really good to represent the Barkamurn, the big river from back home, and my people, the Barkindji people, and show my support. Wilkenya's in a pretty, pretty bad state. We don't have fresh water, we live in like on board. And you know, we've all got this problem. It's not just at, at the Barker, it's everywhere. We're here for a number of reasons and a number of people and if they don't know about it then we'll have to make sure that they do know about it. Uncle Mogi, Uncle Major Sumner, he's a Naranjari man from the Kurong where the Murray and Murrumbidgee eventually hit the sea. We went down to the Kurong and did ceremony at Dapang and we sort of made this really solid connection with the people down there and so they come up here to support us. We need everyone to be a part of looking after this country and learning about it, learning about our stories, learning about the stories that link people here. He's here to tie both ends and um, it's also something we try and do in culture and you do it with your headband, you're tying up the ends and that brings that circle and that, that completion to the message we're trying to deliver. You look at the fish that died the other day. You got the Murray cod there. Some of them close to 100 years old. You know? They're dead now because of all the stuff that's been pumped into the, into the Murray. Old fish like that. A lot of them fish, a lot of the plants, a lot of the animal life. We call ngachi. Ngachi is a word, a Ngarinari word that means my best friend. And when our best friends die, then we die. Now we have to think, when is it our turn? I want to thank you for coming and supporting our fight for the land, for the river. It's a pleasure. Just be amongst us, just, just to feel this energy and we invite everyone to be a part of this family. This is a fight. And when I hear that word progress, I shudder because I've seen what progress does. So how do we look after this land? Let's see what minds we can change for the spirit of this land. So forget about us as a human being. Let's look at the land and the water for a change. And I'm sure that each and every one of you will be able to come up with something. So tomorrow morning, folks, we'll have a couple of clapsticks going around and just tapping to get everybody up. We're going to have our sunrise ceremony and we'll go down to the river. The boys will put on a dance. We'll go through smoke, have a bit of a blessing, we'll go through that. So you'll have the best alarm clocks coming around waking you up tomorrow morning. The sunrise ceremony is 
People waking up and greeting the sun. Well, anyway, good morning, folks. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Who hasn't got a string headband? The headbands we use are red. That's to do with, yeah, that blood connection to everything and through to the country. Who wants to buy a string headband? <laughs> sure. <laughs> the son is grandfather. And we basically say, when we stand and greet the son, we say, welcome, grandfather. Welcome, grandfather. Thank you for the first day of the rest of our life. Thank you for this day, the first day for the rest of my life. Thank you for letting me know that I'm alive. You, you, you're welcome to learn you, and you're welcome to make changes within your life to, that will progress progress yourself and others into the future. Welcome in, you went to the world, done in black. Good morning, Grandfather, son. Thank you for bringing all these wonderful people together so we can share in the energy in restoring this part of the country and the rivers. Good morning and welcome, Grandfather. Thank you for this beautiful morning. It's just absolutely glorious. Thank you for having all of these amazing people here. Yeah, well, people have come from all over, I guess. Um, so today there'd be somewhere near a couple of hundred people here that have shown up for the ceremony. The, the welcome to the ceremony will be done by Auntie Sue Bulger, and Auntie Sue's from down Chum at Brungle Way. Her ancestral links are this land we're standing upon. Year the morning, Mudjikalang. Goembanadu, Ninyalgir, Nunagu. Noya Moya, Noya Goya Milangu. I welcome you all to this beautiful place that is my home. I'm speaking the language of my ancestors, the Wiradjuri. My father and mother are both of this country. They are here with us in spirit. They would have loved to see this gathering. I was born on the banks of the Murrumbidgee River. It is great to come back here to the start of the Murrumbidgee River. We want it to survive into the future so that our generations to come will know how important it is to look after our land and our water. So welcome to my country. Walk with us in peace and harmony. For many, many thousands of years, the law in Australia was that the river had to leave your country as good as it entered. The core message from Najong is that it's an invitation to all Australians, look down at your feet, accept the landscape you're standing on as your heritage. And accept caring for that and protecting that land as your culture. And that was always the case for millenniums, that's what Australians did. The Najong Water Healing Ceremony was held in March this year at the birthplace of the Murrumbidgee. It was organised by Richard and Alison Swain and led by Max Harrison. Please visit our website for more information on the ceremony and details of those who took part. The weekend gathering was recorded by producer Jane Ullman. 
Sound engineer was Tim Jenkins. The supervising producer was Ros Blewett. I'm Rebecca Huntley. Thanks so much for joining me on The History Listen. Catch you next time. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.